Yeah, I, we, I know we shouldn't give away your hotline number, but 6660. <laughs> this is off to a horrible start. I Every time I have to give that number out to someone, I'm always like... Geez. Yeah, but we're talking about the devil made me do it, man. I know. I'm, that's what I'm saying. You get to that part of it, it's like 6660. Wait, what? Yeah. If I was like, talking about like sports or something, fine, whatever. You yeah, know? yeah, like, yeah. No. <laughs> Well, Jeff, uh, welcome to the show. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. This is a baptism by fire. Jeff, you're part of Shock Docs. Uh, We'll just dive into it. The devil made me do it. This is all about uh, where The Conjuring came from, right? That's it. Yeah, this is the new Conjuring movie. Conjuring 3 came out, and... Uh, and that's Hollywood, but this is the real story behind that case. It seems like a lot more of these stories are getting turned into movies, right? Well, sure. I mean, we're intrigued by, uh, I mean, you know, of course, true crime is so popular right now. The paranormal is so popular right now. Combine both, and people are just hungry for that. I, I, I guess we have an infatuation with the darker side of humanity. Going back to this, okay, so The Conjuring is based after a real event and the devil made me do it. The shock docs. This is this is all about the story, correct? That's right. And and for me, by the way, this one's pretty personal because the haunting started in Newtown, Connecticut, which is where I grew up, and I knew Ed and Lorraine Warren since I was twelve years old. Really? And yeah, the, these are the people that are portrayed in all the Conjuring movies. Those are the investigators. So they were local celebrities when I was a kid. You know, uh, they would draw crowds of twenty, thirty people at the library. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I was talking to somebody else, kind of in in your you know area of the business. And when I was a kid, it wasn't cool to be into the paranormal. No, no, not at all. You, yeah. you know, so when you say twenty to thirty people, that's twenty or thirty really brave people that are coming out to you know, support this stuff. So, all right, tell me about the story. How, uh, tell me about The Conjuring and yeah, wh- so how this, how this got turned into a movie and all the paranormal. Give me it all. <laughs> yes. Okay. So th- this one starts in July of 1980 when uh, Debbie Glatzel uh, is moving in with her boyfriend, Arnie Johnson, to a house in Newtown, Connecticut. The house is haunted. Something's weird there. But the day they're trying to move in, Debbie's younger brothers come to help. They live in Brookfield, which is just the next town over by a few miles. And her youngest brother, David, uh, is cleaning the back bedroom when suddenly he's attacked by this ghostly figure that he would later call the Beast. And that entity seemed to follow him home to Brookfield. Uh, The house in Newtown didn't work out. They never ended up moving in. And Arnie and Debbie now move in with her family in Brookfield. The whole family's there. But in the span of days... Some, this kid goes from a normal 11-year-old kid to speaking languages he doesn't know and, and having strength he shouldn't have and being attacked by forces they can't see. So this good Catholic family reaches out to their church uh, and their priests who come and say blessings and realize this is something significant. They call in Ed and Lorraine Warren to investigate, and that's when the case just gets bigger and bigger. And it's the Warrens that would ultimately document so much of this stuff, the voices and everything else. And at one point, Arnie Johnson uh, is watching this, his girlfriend's younger brother get attacked by something no one else can see. And he leaps on top of him and says, hey, pick on someone your own size. Pick on me instead. Wow. And, Lo- and Lorraine Warren will tell you that's the moment he opened the door. That's crazy stuff. <laughs> now, by the way. You would, we wouldn't even be having this conversation if that was the end of it. By September, David would go through a series of exorcisms, and it seemed to be over. And, and there was peace and quiet for yeah. months. Uh, and, that, and, and again, it was handled privately, and, and we would never have known about it. But fast forward to February 1981, just a few months later, 
Arnie and, uh, Arnie and Debbie are living in an apartment in Brookfield, and they're having drinks with their landlord one night, and suddenly Debbie claims something changed in Arnie. His face changed, his eyes changed, there was a fight with the landlord, and suddenly he slumps over, and she sees a knife on the ground glowing, and Arnie just wanders off dazed and confused. And this town is so small. That was the first murder in the town of Brookfield's history ever. Wow. Like, that was the very first one. Uh, and so the police thought, open and shut. Guys are drinking. There's a fight. Someone yeah. had a knife. And now someone's dead. And they picked up Arnie two hours later just wandering in the woods by a road, uh, confused, didn't really remember anything, and, and came along peacefully. And they thought that would be the end of it. But then... Ed and Lorraine Warren jump in and say, no, wait a minute, you're not responsible. You were demonically possessed, and we think we can not only get you off a murder charge, but we can prove our whole life's work in the court of law. Did they? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is one, I, I, I'm into the paranormal, but I, I've never actually seen The Conjuring, and I've only ever read a little bit about this story, so it's... Yeah, so, I mean, the judge made the call, we are not going to allow this sort of spectral evidence in the courtroom. Well, in the how could he? You know, of course, of course, he made that. Of course, how could he? Because, by the way, if he opened that door, you know how many oh, other geez. people? All of them. Everyone convicted of murder or, or charged with murder would have done this going forward till the end of time. And so, uh, so I think the judge made the right move. However, in the court of public opinion, which is a whole other court and one arguably maybe even more important, the news got hold of this story. Newspapers, radio yeah. shows, uh, magazines, uh, network news. And they, you know, they made the point, you put your hand on the Bible in court and say, you'll swear to tell the truth, so help you God. So the court believes in God. Don't you have to believe in yeah. the devil? And it started a really big discussion. That's interesting. Jeff Belanger uh, joining me to talk about Shock Docs. The Devil Made Me Do It, uh, the story that the, the Conjuring is based on. Uh, Jeff, when you're looking at this and when you guys did the documentary for this, what does the what does the movie really miss out on that you think should have been in it? So the movie, Hollywood movies are supposed to, horror movies anyway, the genre is a roller coaster. And that's yes. what they're supposed to be. And that's why they're fun. And I enjoy them, by the way. Like, you know, I'm not knocking them at all. You get on and it's nonstop screams and turns and twists and chills until the <laughs> credits roll. And when you see based on a true story, it just means, you know, loosely. And, and the yeah. writers are allowed to do anything they want. It doesn't matter. They have no obligation to stick to the story. Uh, and they don't. And so I think the movie, and I'm, I'm trying not to, like, ruin the movie no, you know, I for anybody. It. Yeah, but Jeff, you know, let's face it. Even TV shows about the paranormal take that. Of course. You no, know? you're right. You're absolutely right. And and you've got to and, and you've got to entertain. You've got to be engaging. But you can tell a good story and still be factual. Yes. It just takes some craftsmanship. Uh, and so, um, so yeah, so the movie, I think, you know, went in a whole other direction with like satanic cult activity, which was never part of the real story, which in, really makes it scarier, right? Yeah. Like you, you mess around with a cult, like you're inviting, you're, you're asking for trouble. Oh, I can remember as a kid, somebody said, oh, there's a, uh, there's a, a, a Satan cult out in the woods and everybody was just like, what? Yeah. So yeah, you add yeah. that to any story and it's like, okay, I get you. Uh, by the way, we, we all heard that as a kid, right? Like, oh, there, it, it was yeah, every town. That. Every town. Yeah, the Satan cult in the woods. And you're like, yeah, my friend's brother's cousin's buddy's former yep. roommate is in it. And you go, oh my God. You know, that, that's practically me. But you did know? you go exploring for it? Damn right we did. But during the daylight. <laughs> we did. You tell me that no, the I did too. are weird. Yeah, of course. Like 10 years old, walking through the woods, way deeper than yeah. I probably should have been. But anyways. <laughs> uh, you, what you, mom says, what you looking for, son? 
Uh, satanic cult. Yeah, oh, that's no big nice. deal. Be home for dinner, you know. Okay. <laughs> well, be home as soon as the streetlights come on. That's right. The different times. Different yes, times. they really were. Uh, Jeff, as we do get into this, and as you guys made this documentary, I'm trying to think of what the best way to ask this is. But what do you think is the the thing to take away from this story? The like the paranormal, like the 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 goody inside of the uh, the the, yeah. the candy bar. You know, what's the part that you, really interests you about this story? I like that it's start some really big discussions because we all know there are monsters in the world. We've seen the news, yeah. right? We, we know there are people that do atrocities. They commit atrocities, you know, horrible acts of mass murder or violence and, and just evil acts. We also know there is good in the world. There absolutely is. And this brings up some, some really big issues, you know. I also believe that, you know, having studied the various world religions, we have free will, we can choose to do good. We can choose to do bad, you know, and you do good, you get rewarded. You do bad, you get punished in this life or the next. And so uh, I think ultimately I wanted to kind of spark those kind of discussions about free will and choosing good. And, and we all have urges, of course. We've been in no. rush hour traffic. We know when the guy cuts <laughs> you off, you're like, oh, kill that guy. But we don't. All right. We take a breath and we calm down and we put on the radio and we listen to some music or whatever and we calm down. But not everybody does. Okay. So, you know, how, how can we make sure we stay on the right side of that, uh, that decision tree? You know, um, that's my hope. There you go. Shock Docs on Discovery Plus right now. Uh, the Devil Made Me Do It. Jeff Belanger on the line. We'll put your uh, website and your social handles all up at the, uh, on the website with the interview. But uh, what else you got coming up, Jeff? I know you're a writer, podcaster, and everything. What else is coming up for you? Yeah, uh, you know, I just had a new book come out about climbing Mount Kilimanjaro, which cool. was a deeply spiritual experience and, and awesome. And um, yeah, still you know working on podcasting and, uh, and and just sharing these stories and actually working on the next Shock Doc. Uh, I'm going to L.A. in uh, two weeks to go. Uh, work on the next one. Do we know what it is? Can you say what it is? Or oh, God, I don't think I can. Okay, but it's okay. but it's going to be cool. <laughs> it's, it's not that hotel, is it? No, no, no. The Cecil okay. Hotel's been done. Nope, it's not the Cecil Hotel at all. It, in fact, it has nothing to do with L.A. That's just where they're filming. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, L.A. is one of my top. Uh, I don't know, five hundred favorite cities. <laughs> Way to narrow it down, Jeff. <laughs> it just made the list. No, I'm kidding. It's LA's fine. It's just it's not where I'm comfortable. I'm a I'm, I think I'm a country boy at heart. Oh, you fit in right in Iowa. Have you been to Iowa to investigate? I well, Velisca. The Velixa, well, Velixa everybody's been to Velisca. I know. I, I'm sorry. I, I play the hits. You know what? You, you give them what they want. Yeah, Velisca was a, is, is an incredible story. So yeah, that one for sure. Okay, cool. Well, Jeff, hey, we appreciate the time. Good luck with the uh, Shock Doc, and we look forward to the next one that's not about the Hotel Cecil. Not about the Hotel Cecil. Thanks so much. All right, Jeff, take it easy. Yeah.